Welcome or welcome back to another episode of the For the Healthy Host podcast. Where we talk about conscious living, self-awareness, and everything in between. I'm your host, Ree. Sunset too. Thank you so much for joining us and allowing us to be a part of your journey. I don't know why I was about to laugh this time. Again, what's wrong with me? Tell you, you're going to get rolled up at work. Please don't write me up. Continue this kind of behavior in the workspace. Please don't write me up. Yeah. So, um, how y'all been feeling? Well, no, I usually ask you. I'm sorry about Thank that. Thank you. Let me put you first. How you been feeling? You know, I'm doing I'm doing great these last few days. Last week, I went on a run for the same day we did the podcast and was hella tired. I'll never make that mistake again in my life. You did. So today, I just kind of rested. I've been craving meditation lately, so I've been doing that and, you know, listening to the needs of my body and healing my nervous system. So <laughs> I'm feeling... I don't know why that was funny. You put that you put that together in words very good. Thank you, but now I feel like I didn't because you laughed at me. No, no, it was just I feel like you're making fun of me. No, it was just it was different to see somebody really articulate what they did in the seven day period like that. Well, I'm a real articulate lady. Real articulate fella. Real articulate fella. How are you? How have you been feeling? It ain't going to be as articulate as yours was. I'm sure it will be. I've been good. I've been, uh, we've been going to the gym a lot, even on days I don't want to go to the gym. Yesterday. I've been able to push through and go to the gym. I'm very proud of that. I yeah. feel like, uh, I feel like I'm on the best journey as far as gym-wise my entire life. Agree. Yesterday, I definitely did not want to go to the gym either, but we felt, I can speak for me, I think you too, I felt so much better after the fact. Yeah. And it's one of those things where it just show once again that it's about discipline not showing up when you feel like it but like or when you're inspired or when you're inspired but just being disciplined yeah so um i'm very proud of the stretch i'm on right now um outside of that i ain't been drinking enough water at all not even a little bit have you had Close. any water today yeah i had some today okay still it still ain't the best start in the world but that's okay uh not you saying it's okay. You, yeah. you dish, dish, the I'm fuck not going to water shame you. My meditation has me grounded, so. We'll see, <laughs> we'll see by the end of the episode how they go <laughs> um, and whatnot. But, yeah, that's that's, that's basically what I've been on. Um, creatively, I've been on a good run. You have. I've been, I've been creating been a shit. good amount of content. I got new music on the way. On the way, and it's so good. Um, and whatnot. So, yeah, the creative juice has been flowing lately, so I'm proud of that as well. And, um. I just got to continue this streak, really. Love that for you. Yeah. And how are y'all from the cubes? How are y'all from wherever you are? I want to say, so last week was a really exciting week. We ran into two of our supporters. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, like, so we live in, I said, like, I last week when we edited the podcast, we heard the overusage of the word like, and I cringed. I was like, I am going to make it a habit to better articulate myself and not use full of words so bear with us that is we're that's one of the things we're doing to perfect our craft True. we're not using the word like but so much as much it's now, gonna I, creep can't, out there. I can't promise you i'm not ever going to use it but less we ran into two supporters three all together but just two different Oh, two different instances, but yeah. three all together. So, yes, that was really, really exciting. It made my day both times because it was like in one week. Yeah, it was. It was a good couple of days apart. I'm trying to remember Shorty's name. The first young lady that we met is Megan. Yes, track star. 
track star. She ain't run at you, yeah, track star. <laughs> I knew you was gonna say that. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, Megan, thank you for coming up to us. We love you so much, girl. And the second couple that we ran into, I think her name was Alicia. I want to say it was Alicia. If it's not, I'm sorry, girl, but it's all love. We love meeting both of y'all. Yes. Did you catch the her boyfriend's name? Her partner's I, I don't name? think I asked. I think I was a little like shocked, a little shook. shocked, shook that somebody like yeah. recognizes from the podcast that I didn't even ask. So that, yeah. that's on me, bro. No, no worries. And she was just saying she was really nervous. I'm like, girl. Don't be nervous. No, no. If you see this out, if you like, see this out, say something. Yeah, because it literally made our day. Because I think we was low key beefing that day. I'm always, we always, we are always beefing low, low key. key somehow. Yeah, but Some they way. they kind of like broke the ice with us, and yeah, they made our day. So we love you guys yes. so much. It was a really good experience. It really was definitely. So what is um what are we rapping about today? Today we're talking about. Just being a creative, putting yourself out there, the struggles, the highs, the low. Being a creative is can be such a broad thing. Like it's, I feel like it's an ongoing conversation that you and I both have. So we're gonna try to, you know, structure it the best that the best way that we can. And yeah, I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, it is. Um, it's a fun topic for us to get on. So fun. It is. Often, it's a word that is like expanding every single day now. Creative, as so many different categories. I think twenty years ago just weren't existent. You know what I mean? But in today's time, with the use of uh, really the phone just taking off as it has, social media taking off as it has, it's created a whole nother job market out there for people. Yes, and I'm I'm so happy. that I was willing, or we were willing, to put ourselves out there into this market, into this unknown realm, and actually, like, um, continue it. Because that is a big thing. I think so many people dishonor themselves by not putting their work out there. Agreed. And it can be really tricky, overwhelming, even as... You know, I used to think that, okay, when I get this many followers or when I reach this amount of success, I won't necessarily overthink because that's the huge part. Yeah, like, I got all this. I've done so much. Yeah. Yeah. I'm him. I'm her. Like, fuck it. I got got the numbers that back me up. Mm -hmm. So you thought, I'm with you too. Like, you think that that will take away the nervousness, but actually the nervousness is always there. Yeah, and it goes back to... Being rooted in who you are and being rooted or being certain in yourself. That was one thing you said a few episodes ago that really stuck out to me. And I've been trying to, you know, what is embody? I was looking for the word embody that within my being. And I don't know. One of the things that I always, I guess, insecure about is just like not feeling like I'm enough. And that has nothing to do with anybody else. Mm -hmm. That has to do with. More so to do with my, like, childhood experiences and just the things that I've experienced growing up. But one thing that I've struggled with is feeling like I need to show up something other than myself. I I remember I talked about this a few episodes ago. I'm always saying I talked about this, but we're talking about it again. But it was an episode about imposter syndrome and just feeling like I'm... not enough and even when I won like black voices and like all these amazing accomplishments that I you know a few years ago would 
wouldn't even believe. I find myself thinking that I'm not good enough or why did I deserve this? Kind of like dishonoring and downplaying myself, like mm-hmm. you mentioned before. And also when I, I think what I'm trying to say is I always wonder like, why are these people watching me? Why are they here for me? And it makes me want to, like I said, do other things, not because really what I'm trying to say is in my little head, it's like, ain't no way they here just for me. You know, yeah, like, I get it. I get it. ain't no way. So our brain is always trying to find problems. And that's what my brain does, like trying to figure out why. Like, I don't get it. But you said this last week. We always see the light in other people and we don't see it in ourselves. Yes. So for me, I've been working on understanding that I am enough. That's why I love my favorite affirmation. I'm a worthy being just by being because... Yes, I get to show up. We get to show up. Just be ourselves. Everybody gets to. Everybody gets to, but everybody doesn't choose to. Yeah, yeah. That's Fact. the that's the thing. But yeah, and just understanding my worth and my value just by being. Yeah, I think often we forget that our face is available, right? And we turn to so many masks that we put on in public with our family, with our friends. I think we forget that our natural being is also available underneath all the masks we have hidden to disguise our true feelings or our passions about things. We have to remember to be certain in who we are. You know what I mean? The you, I mean, the rawest version of you. Everybody has these layers that we put on. It's a tough word out there, so I understand why we put on, you know, tough skin, right, to block out so many um, negative things that come into our lives conversations or situations whatever it might be but your natural being is also available whenever you want to turn to it i think we often have trouble promoting ourselves because ultimately it goes back to one of those simple things of like how well can you take a compliment about you right um it's very hard for people to take when people say things to you in a compliment oh you look great today you like this old thing. Yeah, this old we down thing. We out. No. No, I I just did a little little wrap around. A little wrap around. I did a little wrap around with my hair. It's nothing. Good. Like, because it's, it's, on the flip side, do we respond with, yeah, I thought the same thing when I looked in the mirror. Yeah, like. That I is like, it would draw somebody back if you said that like, yeah, yeah, I do look kind of fucking good today. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? I do me. Shut shit, up. Like, I do me like <laughs> that kind of thing it does blow people back if you say something like that mm-hmm. so how do we find this delicate balance of promoting ourselves accepting compliments from ourselves about things having confidence in what we do our abilities our products our services whatever we're offering to people to have confidence in it confidence in that how do we find this great balance of it all um back to my g word gratitude like I'm just I'm just grateful to even show up. Right. You know what I mean? I'm grateful to even put it out there. I'm grateful to show up. So I have to embrace all of the tries that I've given things. Like I've I've tried a lot of different things. Some worked, some different. And I embrace it and I'm grateful for me steady trying and that has built my confidence up. I think often we can look at people and look at ourselves and ask, how can we lift our own weight? Right? Are you strong enough to lift your own self up? Is what I'm I'm trying to say. Like, yeah. are you strong enough to lift you up? 
Because if not, then we're going to be running to external things to lift us up. You know mm. what I mean? So, like, the likes. How many likes it get? How many shares? You know what I mean? You know, the money, cars, clothes, and the attention from people and all the other things are going to be the things that lift us up if we're not strong enough to carry our own weight and confidence. And, yeah. that's, and that's an everyday building up kind of thing. Yeah. Let me just say, you are extremely articulate. Nah. Yes, you, oh, you I, are. Ju- I just did it. I <laughs> no, just did. seriously, you are extremely articulate. And I often have a lot of anxiety when I get ready to sit down and do this podcast, when we get ready to sit down and do it, because I'm afraid that I'll sound stupid. And that goes back to me, you know, being told that I was stupid as a kid. But my point You're being smartest is... smartest person I know, by the way. You said what? Smartest person I know, by the way. Uh, I know a lot of people say that, and I just don't get it. Yeah, it's just but, like your yeah, family yeah. says that all the time. Like they think I'm. I've literally yeah, yeah. heard your mom say, "Well, yeah, you the and you the smartest person I know." I'm no, like, like yeah. you must don't know a lot of people. <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah. I'm happy that I have you because I just being next to you and we're doing this work. It makes me feel grounded. I am even when I hear you speak. I'm like, if I'm in a relationship and a partnership with this person, and he's speaking this way, so intelligent, so articulate. There must be an ounce of that within me. A whole lot of it. A yeah, whole so lot of thank it. It brings you. it you're welcome. It brings it out of me. Like I, I be I ain't gonna say trying to compete, but like I just be wanna make sure like I can hold my own weight next to returner. Nah, cause I be like literally every time you say some shit, I'm like, Well damn, what the fuck am I gonna <laughs> say now? <laughs> it's the other way around. Like I be trying to like like I said, I just be trying to I'm like I'm trying to keep up with you. I just trying to be your Shaq, your Kobe, sports. There we go, guys. First one of the day. Shout out to the Lakers. Shout out to the Lakers. Up 3-1. By the time we hear this, the Lakers could be past. By the time they hear Yeah, it. by the time y'all hear it, the Lakers be past the Warriors. So, yeah. Shout out to my boy, Bron. Bron. They'll be past. What do you mean by that? Like, they only got to win one more. So, by the oh, time they so hear this, they, next week, by the time they hear this, the Lakers might have already beat the Warriors. But we'll, we'll see, though. We'll see. I can't believe that Steph... It's going out like this. I can't believe you're talking sports What choice do I have after I came home and dropped the girls off this morning? I was like, I can't catch a fucking break. We got ESPN here, NBA there. Literally, we went to bed last night, NBA. I walk in the house this morning, NBA. I can't get away. I can't get away from it. It's like, do you know? Ball is life. Ball, when when he say ball is life, he he means ball is life. Ball is life. Do you remember back in the day, and I don't listen to the radio often, thanks, shout out to streaming, shout out to Spotify, <laughs> but they used to play the same songs on the radio, and it's like, you don't they like- They still do that. They still do, but I don't listen to the radio. But you hate it, you didn't really like this song, you're like, oh, it's alright, but then you've heard it so many times where it's like, alright, this is a vibe, you singing it, it's in your head. That's how the NBA is, like, it's not by choice, I'm talking about it, and it's not by choice. It is what it is. I have a, I have a ritual, and I, I stick with it. I love that for you. You know what I mean? I don't love that for me. Well, <laughs> your ritual. I don't well, love your ritual. For welcome me. to death row. <laughs> welcome to death row. Well, and like with all that being said, you still have to make the first steps into putting yourself out there. And I know that can be scary as as hell. Like we looking at it's kind of like we're looking at the rest of social media or the rest of the market or the world whatever you you want to call it you're looking at everything else and you're in a corner and everything's in front of you and you like you know putting yourself out there is like stepping onto the dance floor like and the fear is that you're gonna be exposed for having two left feet 
and it's perfectly fine. Like, if you got two left feet, then shit, fuck it. Dance however you can dance. But we have to put ourselves out there. And in the beginning, if you want to take it to a practice stage, like, before I was like, uh, I'm, I, I rap, of course, if y'all don't know it. Now you know. Tim on all streaming platforms. Trying to say Tim on all streaming platforms. Um, you know, artists, in a year, we might drop four albums or four tapes with like 10 songs on them. But that don't mean we made 40 songs that year. It's more like 400 songs and y'all got 40 of them. So if you want to start it from a practice standpoint, making your videos, your product or whatever it might be, you don't necessarily have to put it out there to be putting yourself out there. Get the practice in before yeah. if you're lacking a little confidence or anything like that. You know what I mean? Go to the gym and get your shots up um, to build yourself up there. But eventually, like, all that work in the gym going to have to account to something. So we have to go back to, like, finding a way to lift ourselves up, lift ourselves up every day so we can be confident enough to put ourselves out there. That's a good point because you can gain that confidence by perfecting your craft. And when I say perfected, I don't mean literally perfect. Just keep practicing, keep going and going and going and going because the only thing that can happen from you continuing to perfect your craft and put in that work, you can only get better. You're only going to learn from that. But thinking back to when you were just saying like putting yourself out there, I remember when I first started my blogging journey because I started blogging and YouTube before of course, any of this. And I remember I deleted my old Instagram account. So, like, I was in college at the time. And I and it was an account that had, you know, it was had a lot of followers. And even the engagement was there. But it was an account, like, for friends. Yeah, personal. It was one of those type of things. Yeah, personal. That's the real word. personal. I decided to delete that account and I started an entire new account, which is the account that you guys know and see today. But because I just felt like. What? Go ahead. Go ahead. Though. I got. I just had something come in my head. OK. I just felt like the person that I wanted to be in the content that I wanted to create. It didn't serve the people that were currently following me. It was it was like, why? And even then. A lot of these people did not support me. They didn't, any of that stuff. Like, it was just like, what's the point? So if you have to create a whole new profile, create a separate account for your creative work to reach new audiences and connect with people who are into what you're into, do that. That's one of the things that I did. And I'm happy I did that. I'm happy I made that move because it got me to where I am. Yeah, and I love everything you said right there from, you said you created a new profile. Mm Mm-hmm. And you said your other account was personal. Was it personal or was it a personal mask you had made? It was a mask. Was it a personal mask? And then this new account was the original profile of Re. The actual Yes, it was the actual me because the thing is, I found myself, especially in college, in school, I found myself having a mask on so much just to fit in. Yeah. And I've mentioned this before, but I I think we both have this kind of thing where we're obviously black people. But I often felt like I didn't fit in. I yeah. feel like I wasn't black enough or I feel like you know, I wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Ariel Sweatshirt, I think, has a great line like, um, excuse my French, but it's like, 
too white for the niggas and then too black for the whites kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, like, I felt that. So I often put on this mask and I was performing just to be liked, to be validated, to be embraced by those around me. And one of my friends, Priscilla from Sadie Baddies, she said it best. Those who really love you, see you, understand you, you don't have to perform for. Mm -mm. You do not have to perform for. So I spent so much of my life performing. And I think the year was 2015. I just, I was fucking tired. I was like, I'm nah, like I'm going to start all over. It was really where the true evolution of re the true evolution of me really begun and i'm 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 happy like i guess even i know grown ass adults like 50 60 still got the mask still got the mask on take that mask off it's okay to just be you there are people out there who love you for who you are who accept you for who you are and if not fuck them but you first have to be you have to be okay with you that's point blank period but my point was, yes, I delete that fucking profile. <laughs> yes, to, 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 to start the real profile of who you are. That, yes. The way you put that was... Uh, it was the rebirth. That's the word. Yeah, it's like the rebirth. It's like the rebirth or just like the coming of. When I was going through my kind of rebirth, my reprofiling of myself, um, that's ultimately what it was. You know, like I said, I gave myself this name, Sunset Tim. You know what I mean? It's not what mom... It's not what my mom gave me. It's Travis Turner. Travis Turner. <laughs> Your mom was making sure you got a job. Is this better than Dorica? It slightly is better. But like I said, for where I, for where I was going to grow up, I should have been a Daquan or a Dominique or a Baby J. You are who you are, though, and it's beautiful. I am who I am. Travis Turner, the bank teller. <laughs> it's who I am. Whatever it is. But I'm like... You said for a good job, fuck it. Out, look at me now. What am I? Rich and unemployed. Rich and fucking unemployed. <laughs> so there we go. Thank you, mom. But like I said, as I was profiling myself, it's kind of where I learned like life's math is not the same as the traditional math we learned at school, right? In life's math, when things are taken away from you, they can actually add to you, right? So I started reprofiling myself and ultimately starting to become who really Sunset Tim was, who I was meant to be. Mm -hmm. Activities started to fade away. People started to fade away. Places. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So many things was just negative, just flying out of my life at a rapid pace. Like It was scary how motherfuckers was dropping off for me and things yeah. was dropping off for me. But ultimately, it just wasn't serving who I was finna become. So... All of these negatives, but they added so much positives to my life. Yeah. I stopped going to certain places and started to find comfort in who I am. You know what I mean? I stopped talking to people about everything and started to talk to myself and find confidence in me yes. about it. I stopped seeking validation yeah. through other people for my ideas to get out there. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I stopped any activity I felt like really wasn't positive for me. Threw that out the window. If I got done doing that thing, if it didn't yield something towards the life I wanted, it was like, fuck that thing. You know what I mean? Right. You know, I speak about gaming sometimes, but I'm new. I'm just getting back to like getting on the game. Like, I don't think you've ever spoken about gaming though on but, here. They don't know that you're a gamer. A couple people wrote me and said that that's one of the things like I turn to. Like, it is one of the things I turn to for like stress relief. Oh, like, okay. 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 
But even that, like, I just got back on that, like, in the past, like, year or so and whatnot. Yeah. Um, Just taking everything out. It's just, like, life's math is like that sometimes. You have to subtract things in order to go forward. Definitely. I have to agree with that 100% for sure. My experience was pretty much the same. When you start to grow and become who you truly are, you realize that a lot of the people, places, things that you were so attached to that you use for validation, they don't serve you. They're not serving the evolution of you and where you're trying to go. And that's okay. I've said this before. Certain people, certain things, places are in your life for certain seasons. Some people are here forever. But yeah. certain people there are here for seasons. They served you for that season. And you have to move on. You have to move on in order to become, you know, this evolved person that you were meant to be. Yeah, because, like, and you know, like, not that everybody from your past or whatnot going to be cut off or yeah. all the places. But you know when something is better off, left off, it's like, you know, just using myself as the example. Like, now that I make my music, I'm fully into that. The people from my, the people, the places, the activities from my past that didn't serve that ultimately act like the new me don't exist to an extent. Yeah. Right, you know what I mean? Yeah. They don't see, they don't hear my music. They don't, they act like that part of me kind of like don't exist. And they are kind of more wrapped into who I was then. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's fine for the context if they want. Like we could always have that past to always lean on and to, to turn back to. It's always a loving point for us. But ultimately, it probably was the best play if this new me, ultimately, you just don't rock with it. I feel like I have so much to say about that. I think that people from our past definitely gained something from us being the old version of ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Because it's it obviously served them in some way. Mm -hmm. I remember when it's so funny because I experienced damn I kicked the camera. I experienced mm -hmm. kind of the same thing once I got fully wrapped into who I am, you know, creating this wellness, lifestyle, spiritual content. A lot of things, people from my past, pretty much, it was like I didn't exist. Or they were bystanders. They wouldn't engage. They wouldn't yeah, interact. Yeah. Until what now. That's what's so funny. Until now. Yeah. Now that our podcast is, you know, growing and now that music and I've gotten these accomplishments. It's so funny how they work. Like yeah. it, it kind of make you like, it's kind of like side eye. You sign out like what's yeah, really to, good. To an extent. Yeah. Like, damn, you only fucked with me when I was like the the little homie to you. Now that yeah. I kind of like stepped into my own, it's like, yeah. I can't, we can't sit together no more or something yeah. like that. If you don't mind me sharing a story from you, like remember when you first, I, don't, I think it may have been your first vlog and, um, you you text like all of your sorority sisters yeah. or line sisters or whatnot, and was like, "Hey, could y'all share this?" Uh huh. This was like eight years ago, though, yeah. right? About eight years uh -huh. ago, and it's a multitude. It's a multiple of them. How many end up sharing it? Two or three. Two or three, and we know their names mm -hmm. and whatnot. But it's crazy. Like now, eight years later, like the congrats come from everybody, though. though. Yeah. And it's crazy. I'm so proud of you. And it's all love. It's no. It's all, yeah, it ain't a shot. It's yeah. just it's just a perfect example of like 
you have to see where you're going despite what people see in you today. Yes. You know what People I'm can't see your vision and that's okay. Yes. Like, people can't see your vision. People benefit and they gain from you staying the person that you were. It, it brings some level to, level of comfort for them because it's the same. But if you got to make people uncomfortable and evolve into who you truly are, so be it. I'm not, my, my goal in life, I'm not here to make people comfortable. No. If me changing makes you uncomfortable, you need to look inward. Yeah. And like, I'm trying to like, I'm going to double down on, you got to see it in yourself. Even if nobody sees it in you, no matter what you do for a living, you are what you want to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. Perfect example is as if you've listened to my music or you've been on this podcast, like ultimately, like understand that, like in I want to say it was 2017 or 2018, I was a janitor at Coca Cola at one point. You, were, you said it was a glorified janitor. Yeah, well, I, 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 yeah, it was a glorified janitor's job. They called it like they gave it a great name or whatnot, or whatever it is. But, like, I would mop floors. And let me say, what year was it? 2018? It was either 2018, 2017. So, all like, y'all be like, this has helped you so much. Like, if we wanted to, like, put it in some type of context, like, these words from a janitor, somebody who was a, who was a janitor at one point. I could have stayed a janitor for the next 35 years. Like, Coca-Cola would have let me work for them for the next 35 years as a janitor. I saw something more for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? When I was washing... I remember one day I was washing the windows in Coca-Cola and I saw my reflection in one of them. And I don't know why, it, it almost made me like break down and cry. I'm finna fucking cry. Why? Why? So, no, it's, I think it's, it's happy two years now. I was like, how the fuck am I here? I know. Sometimes like, life, it can it be get like, there. like that. I, at that time, I was working, I was there as a janitor for eight hours and I worked at FedEx. Yep. I was just about to say, shout for out. For another four hours every single day. I was just about to thank you for, like, you literally had two jobs. We didn't see you. We barely, barely. our girls, we barely saw you. At all. And I don't know. I'm just so grateful for you. And I'm also grateful for you, you know, for providing for this family. But also, I'm going to cry. Oh, my God. Stop. Uh, stop. It's so important that you don't allow... Damn them kids loud. Next yeah, our door. neighbors is loud. They wigging. Bad as hell too, y'all. But, so I apologize if y'all hear that. But it's so important. I don't care where you are at in life right now. Don't let what you do for a living define you. You are so much more than that. Like, oh, I hate when I cry. Oh, oh God. But no, like, for real, you are. You didn't let that shit define you. You knew what you wanted to do. You knew your worth and you. Like, I think a lot of times people let what they do for a living and, like, what they do to eat and feed themselves and survive, they let that define them and they don't go for whatever it is that they want to go for. Yeah, absolutely. Motherfuckers ask us, like, oh, well, you know, that's what do one you of do the first questions first that people ask. ask. What do you do for a living? And, we, and, like, you know what I'm saying? You say, I'm A. You are never that. That You're is just never a, that. that is just the activity you do for eight hours yeah, to survive. Exactly. You are never that. Like you are more than that. Like I said, you looking at a motherfucker. Like I said I was a janitor five years ago. And and I was just about to say, just because someone is a janitor doesn't mean they don't have something profound to say. Yes. It, like people in in this world in general, we have to stop judging people and 
valuing people based on what their profession is. Because we have to stop. One of my best life lessons came at that job, though, right? My supervisor was a dude named Roderick, and he was from California. He grew up, I forget what neighborhood. I know, nigga, like, you from L.A., y'all know I, I, y'all know that shit is like, it means a lot what neighborhood you from and shit like yeah. that. Um, he was from, like, a crib neighborhood. I can't remember which one, so I ain't going to go into all that. But he moved to Texas, um, and he was the janitor there, the supervisor. And let me tell you, this motherfucker took pride in, like, cleaning and, like, that place and whatnot. And... Just the day-to-day things he used to say was like, because like I said, at that point in my life, I was kind of questioning everything. Like, bro, what the fuck am I doing here? Yeah. Like, this is that. And that was that Texas time, man. A really pivotal moment for us. Yes. And I had a homie who worked at that, Jesus, um, and whatnot. And we used to be like, why the fuck do he go like this? We, me and him was like, why the fuck do he go hard like this on some, on some like, some like some cleaning shit? Like, we do our jobs and whatnot, but he go over the top. About this shit, like, bro, we janitors, like, we kind of downplaying it, right, me and Jose? And he come one day, like, he can, I guess he could feel the energy, like, we was on that. And he was like, no matter what you do for a living, do it well. Yes. He's like, I know this ain't what you want to do for a living or whatever it might be, but you got to be eight hours. If you commit yourself to it, do it well. Oh, sorry. There y'all. it goes. That's my alarm and shit. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, he was like, commit to it. If you got to be here for eight hours, you got to do these things for eight hours, do it well. It don't matter that it ain't something that the world gonna see. He was like, man, do it well. You'll feel better about yourself when you do a good job at whatever you're doing. Um, and I'll never forget that. You know what I'm saying? I've heard you say that. I never knew that's where you. That's where it came from? Yeah, it was him. It was the, that's it was so my true, though. I, I see that because if you do that way, if you do whatever, like your day job well, it's easier to put in that same effort. And everything else that you do, including yeah. your passion, including your craft. Yeah, working there got easier once I was more positive about, like, you know what I mean, whatever I did. You know what I'm saying? Right. It, it taught me a life lesson, like, to, if I'm going to do it, give it give it something. Give like, it really, really do it. Like, really get better. Like, reset with the beginning of the podcast, we went to stop using the word, like, I'm trying to perfect this. Like, I'm, I'm not playing with nothing I got, I'm doing in life. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get better at everything exactly. that I, I participate in. Exactly. So ain't no point in me participating in it and I want to half-ass it. Right. Agreed. You got really emotional right there. I you know. Did. I couldn't. I tried to. No, I love, I love to see the emotion. I really do. Because I'm so grateful for you. I'm grateful for you. Like, we, we both done a lot to sit here with these mics and talk to people. We, we've sacrificed so much. We have, but I, I we wouldn't be sitting right here if you didn't do what you did for us all these years ago. And we, we wouldn't be here if you didn't do it. Because it was, we speak about this all the time. It was like, you know, plant-based princess and birthed into like returner, right? Mm-hmm. But it was six years of like, like ultimately like not hitting the goal. Like right. on, it was what six if, years. On paper. Yeah, on paper. On paper, like, it looked like we weren't hitting the goal. Yeah, for six, six years. Yeah. So... It was a tough time period, but, like, every time I look back on that time period, it gives me strength, like, that I know I can go forward. Like, just keep yeah. going. You know what I'm saying? Because people going to – people – I think people hold us back from so many things. Like, what we perceive they think about us, what they're going to say about us, and how we look to certain people holds us back so often in life. I remember when I first started rapping, I was already, like, older. I was always, like, 28. Or, uh, were you? When, you were not 28. 
when I dropped um, Step Outside, I was like 28. Oh, yeah, you were. That's like my first like thing that but, actually got put out there. But, but I've been rapping yeah, before Yeah, I was just going to say, the thing people don't know, you, you were like 21. Like you just wasn't dropping it, it. You were yeah, just like yeah. really perfecting your craft. I, I said I wasn't a professional until like I was like 28 yeah. or whatnot. Um, and I remember I went back to the hood and somebody was like, are you really want to start rapping now? You like 29 almost. You're going to be 30. You want to drop? You gonna drop music now? I remember that. And like, bro, I'd have made some of the hardest shit yes. at this point. If I had just listened to whoever that was, you know what I mean? You wouldn't be here today. And, and that's what's wrong with people. They think that at a certain age, you got to give up on your dreams. No, I'm going to continue going for my dreams and whatever it is that I want till I'm no longer. So I no longer have air in my lungs. Do You yeah. You don't understand. You don't understand. I think some people think that like, like you said, you quit at a certain age, but it's like, Let's say God looking down on you like, okay, I'm going to give them, it's going to take them 2,114 days. But if this motherfucker quit on 2,113, I'm not giving it to him. Yeah. Like, bro, you can quit now, bro. You could have been so close to the other side of the goal, bro. Like, don't quit. Like, you way closer to the goal than you were to the start. Like, why turn back now? We went so far. Like, why, why go back now? I think that's the downfall of human beings. And especially as creatives, you really have to believe what you can't see yet. Yeah, you speak all the time about being very delusional. You you have you to be, be delusional. delusional. You got to be delusional. You literally, I remember when I was in middle school and I wasn't even the best singer, but I was always writing songs. I was always singing. Everybody knew, like, So So Death was really popular back then, if you don't yes, know. But I was like, I literally on all my notebooks, all of my folders, it said the princess of so-so death. Literally everybody in my school, everybody in my class knew like, yeah, she wants to be a singer. And I'm looking back and they probably thought I was fucking crazy. And even into high school, my best friend, I told her, um, I remember me and her having this conversation to this day still. Um, I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to be a singer. And I was like, I'll put your, I'll put a thank you on the back of my CD for you. Because CDs was in back then. <laughs> I was like, I'm put, I'll put a, a special thank you to you on the back of my CD. And I'm so, I have always been a bit delusional. Yeah, I have it, always it, been delusional. You put me on that concept and it works out well for you. It's like, just like it says, looking into the mirror and seeing you for who you actually are and where you actually going versus what people might see in you. I don't think, I don't think people... People ain't looking from the same vision as you. Nah, because here's the thing. It's your vision. How could they? Yes, and like, it's so special when you meet somebody. Like, I met Ree. It's so special when you run into a motherfucker with vision like you. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Like, you you wear glasses. I know there's a lot of y'all baddies out there that's blind as fuck. Listen, <laughs> like, all y'all, like, y'all, all, all y'all got bad eyes, right? Right. But all y'all prescriptions is so unique. Like, it's a number to it. Okay, yeah, Because, like, sure. you and my daughter, like, you and Aubrey, our older daughter, y'all both blind. But y'all can't wear each other glasses. Nah. Because y'all got different prescriptions. It's so specific to you. Yeah. And that's, like, vision for your dream. Yeah. It's so specific. And if you are able to find a community or a person, anybody that accepts and sees you as is, try your best to, like, do right with them people. For sure. Because... Uh, it's rare to find vision. It really is. Despite despite every fucking week we finding new people blowing up with shit. New people out the blue every week. Businesses are blowing up and people are, are glowing up right before our eyes, right? 
How do people still finding the energy to doubt folks? Exactly. I don't get it. I don't. Like, anything is fucking possible, bro. Anything is fucking possible. I believe it all, bro. I like, you tell me anything. You tell me any idea. I'm never, I'm not going to doubt I'm it. I'm not going to be like, nah, bro, that shit dumb. Like, I'm not. There's a market for everything. I didn't, I didn't, There's an audience. Too much. I didn't seen too much. We've done too much. I didn't done too much in my personal life to be like, nah, they can't have it. Because niggas didn't think I'd at least be this far. Nah, they didn't. Girl, people didn't think you would be this far. No, they didn't. And it's crazy to... to, And I ain't stepping on nobody's throat. Foot ain't on nobody's throat. It ain't nothing like that, but it's nah. just like... It is what it is. Like it's just, It is what it is. You didn't see me getting nowhere close to here. Like, you didn't see this for me. Right, but I saw it for me, and that's what matters in the end. That is what matters in Like I said, make sure you got that vision. Make sure you can see. Make sure you're passionate. Make sure you being your authentic self. That's when you go out so there. important. Because that's the one thing that's gonna separate you from everybody else is being your yeah. authentic self. You know what I'm saying? The shit that the shit that I rap about that fly out of my mouth. If y'all listen to the songs, it's not what you're gonna hear in a traditional like today's rap music. Right. Like, lighting up an incense. Yeah. Like I'm I'm talking about shit like that, going to the park. You know what I'm saying? Veggie ramens and all this kind of things, like you're not hearing this in most raps, but you got to have confidence to want to be yourself. Yes, and that's the beautiful thing about it. If we can really, let me say first, that's what's really beautiful about your music. You're not going to hear anybody else talk about it or say the things that you're saying because you're speaking from your experience, your highest self, your truest self, your most authentic self. And that's what sets you apart from everyone else. And I want to you know, extend that to all of our listeners and say, if you show up as your authentic self, it don't matter who doing what. I don't give a fuck if don't matter. this if it's twenty million, you know, musicians and oh, it's this many people in wellness and I don't care who's doing what. If you can truly speak or create from your highest self, your most authentic self, you'll always win. You're always gonna come out on top because yep. that's what it's that's what sets you apart. I don't care. You can have two sisters who live in the same house. They're going to have two different experiences. Thanks. One person, I love mom. Love Mom was the best. No, I, mom was so mean, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, that's, the, that's a part of the human experience. going to always be different. So always show up as yourself and be authentic and speak your truth. Yeah, if you want your own lane, that's how you got to do it. Like, in... And you'll hear a lot of people talk about, and I hate when I hear a content creator. Why your alarm going back off? I don't know. Uh-uh. Oh, I ain't hit it. I ain't, Sir. I ain't turn it off. I'm sorry. That's my uh, grounding alarm, y'all. Make sure y'all got one, too. Make sure you got a grounding alarm. In the middle alarm. of the day, make you have a grounding alarm. So where you can go to a safe place and ground yourself and think about what you've been through. And just right? breathe. Just breathe. You're going to be all right, champ. But um, what, was I, what was I getting around to? What you said? I don't remember. What was the last thing? That I you... talked about authentic. Being okay, authentic. there we go. Uh, being yourself creates your own lane, and I hate to see, I really hate to see content creators that like kind of have already sort of quote unquote made it. Talk about the market is saturated. That's one of the worst terms I've ever seen. Is the market being saturated? No, the market is. You are the market. It's never oversaturated you for are you. The it's, market. It's always gonna be a spot for you if you being yourself. Because that's never been seen. Yeah, you know I hate the word oversaturated. Like I, I be it. ready to square up. Like, like I don't I don't care. I didn't even let me tell you something. Somebody shared our podcast and they were like, it's all love to this person. They were saying, like, I know pod everybody and their mama got a podcast and it's oversaturated. 
I'm gonna tell you something. I had no idea that it was quote unquote oversaturated. Not, nope, I had nope. no fucking idea because I don't care what everybody else is doing. I I don't. I genuinely don't give a fuck what anybody else in wellness music. I don't care what anybody else is doing. And one of my favorite, I heard this a long time ago. You heard it too. Um, you go down a water bottle out and there's so many different water brands. It's it's fucking water. It's just water, bro. It's water. It's, it's, and it's fucking so many. water. And they did this person. Splash a little lemon in their water. Exactly. This one got it from a spring. Or this one does this process to it. This, it all generally is fucking water, bro. So oversaturating my ass. Fuck all that. Be yourself and you will find a lane. It can be the it can be the smallest crack in the system, bro. I'm talking about the smallest crack, but if you are yourself, it will be wide open for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And speaking from experience. The wellness space is very much whitewashed. It is. It's it's yeah, yeah. a lot of these practices, these mindfulness practices and these the food, you know, they all started in black culture or even like to go further back our ancestors in eastern cult- cultures, but we see people who don't look like us talking about it. And that was one of the main reasons that pushed me to go forward because you talked about finding the smallest crack. Smallest crack. That was the smallest crack I found. Like, yeah, nobody yeah. looked at me, looked yeah, like me. Yeah. Nobody looked like me. And also, from another standpoint, I am a very creative person. I've always been there. Been no shit. Because, number one, there were, weren't many people, and still aren't this to this day, many people that look like me in this particular industry and alongside that i have a passion to create beautiful things and just to make things look really beautiful there was a gap that needed to be bridged yeah and i I took advantage of that and it's like nobody sees the gap either nobody sees the gap. but you it's your own vision like like i said the smallest crack will work out for you if you just being yourself Mm -hmm. like you said it was a lot of people that was making vegan food yeah i mean then you like, oh, there's a lot of people making vegan food. And there were some black girls that were making vegan food. Facts. You know what I'm saying? But are they cooking it the way you is? Or are they presenting it in the same fashion as you are? Is the presentation the You same know I'm a hoe for aesthetics. Are they saying the word like hoe? Like, are they like, saying the say, word hoe? This podcast, like for the healthy hoes. For the healthy hoes. Like who was willing to, in general, just jump out there and be like healthy hoes? Because a lot in the beginning, it was a lot of flat. And just to see the name, like, why yeah. would you call yourself a healthy yeah. hoe? You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? The shit like that. Like, it was so, it, it was a different thing for a lot of people to see. You know what I'm saying? But just that right there is a perfect example of, like, that's how we found the crack in this podcast. Like, yeah. for it to take off the way it is. Because it ain't like traditional podcasts. When I listen to traditional podcasts, they are clean cut. We ramble and that shit stays in there. Yeah. Like, they are very clean cut. They take parts out. You know, it sounds like very professional, like mm-hmm. an ABC, TNT. Yeah, and let, let me say, I was very hesitant on spot. Damn. Oh, These kids my God. Bad. Oh, fuck. Get bro. y'all bad ass. Pay too much money for this shit, bro. Bruh. But that was one of the reasons why I was kind of hesitant on starting this podcast because, like, Truthfully, we don't have any degree. Well, no, I, I got a degree. We don't have any um like what's the credentials? We ain't got no credentials. We, you no know, connections. We, yeah, none of that stuff. So I was like, well, should we? But that ended up being giving us the upper hand. Yeah, it did. Like we don't get me wrong. We know what the fuck we talking about. We do our research. Yeah. We read. We do inner work. But we are here being ourselves, and we're relatable. And I think that's definitely what sets us apart for from a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. Like I said, be. 
be yourself at, at all costs. Whoever don't want to fuck with the truest version of you is fine. Yeah. If, if for a period, if it's just you, it's fine. If it's boils down to just your you and two friends, that's cool. I think that's okay. You ain't gonna learn it. I know a lot of y'all be real young. A lot of y'all be in high school. A lot of them not gonna learn it yet. But like that big friend group, I is naturally just gonna boil down to one and two. Quite naturally. Quite naturally. I'm not saying like purposely go do, it, but like watch as life goes on. Naturally, it's just gonna come down to you and a couple real ones. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, make sure the first real one that you connect with is yourself. For sure. And speaking of authenticity. Authenticity? Authenticity. I know that, as we talked about before, putting yourself out there, whether it be on social media or not, it can be scary. A lot of times we get so caught up in the numbers and we elect and we yeah. allow that I shouldn't say let and allow I intertwine those words but we allow that to affect our creative process and it takes away from us being authentic and I know I'm guilty of that yeah I'll be like okay well this didn't respond this didn't perform that well maybe I should have did this that's okay yeah yeah use the numbers for some type of advantage too sometimes too yeah I think you have to find a balance between creating what's true to you but also serving your audience yeah, I yeah. think there's a fine balance in that yeah I think it's a fine balance like you said in the numbers like numbers are a tool we should use them for some mm-hmm. type of you know what I mean uh information that's how you turn um a loss into a lesson like you know what I'm saying you look at the numbers and you kind of evaluate what went right what went wrong um, but don't let numbers hold you back from putting yourself out there. Yeah. That's the biggest thing, what you're trying to mention yeah. is like. And don't, don't lose yourself in the numbers. Yeah, yeah. Also, once you start to get them, because you're going to get them because you're fucking awesome. You're amazing. You are fucking amazing. Once you get them, don't lose yourself and don't get caught up in every video got to do this or every right. video. Just remember that what got you here is being yourself. Exactly. And you got plenty of self to give around. I love that. You got plenty of you to give out. So just make sure you being yourself. Um, I also want to make sure that you're adapting well mm. because ultimately what we think is going to happen and how we think it's going to look and how it sounds is often, often two different fucking things. Bruh. It's so many times I go into record a song and I think it's going to go well on this one and then the other one might be a struggle. It's very much often flip-flops, and the one I thought was going to sound so perfect just doesn't sound that great once I did it. I agree to that 100%, because even when I think... We've known about this topic since last week, and I've been thinking in my head, like, what I'm going to say, but I couldn't predict the things that you were going to say. So things just flow so much more beautifully than you can even imagine sometimes when it comes to your creative when work. When you adapt, like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't think I was going to be a content creator. I, I really had it in my head. I was just going to rap. Put the songs out, tell them the song is out, and kind of be done with it. But, like, yeah. as I got into the flow of trying to find a marketing strategy for my music, I felt like being a content creator was the best strategy. Yeah, that's definitely. Well, it was the best strategy. Just show them how I live. Just show them, like, like um, show them ghetto with class. I rap about that. That's a phrase I say all the time. And, like, let's go back to, like, bridging the gap in cultures. Like, ghetto and class not supposed to sit in the same table like right. you when you say something is ghetto is not supposed to run correctly um it's just not supposed to be proper or done in a yeah, certain way stereotypically speaking, yeah you're speaking from a yeah. stereotype when you say oh this is so ghetto here it's a yeah. problem shit is not run right but no this is ghetto with class this is the best of the culture in the most professional 
fashion. You know what I'm saying? I love that. That's what I mean by that. The best of the culture with the most professional touch to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm really from there, but I'm also really, I'm really tapped in with this, like, taking care of myself. Right. All the way. Taking care of business all the way and being on top of things. I'm, I'm really trying to have some type of class out here. I move with some type of class. Exactly. My shirt's tucked in right now. Fuck you. Your mean. shirt is like, tucked in. Like, it's tucked in right now. I'm moving with some type of class. Like, that's what I'm on. Like, I, I'll rock the loafers with the ball cap. It's really, like, bridging two cultures together. And they only get that because authentic, uh, my authentic self is like that. Like, yeah, it. I am like I like a lot of ratchet shit. Me too. But I also like a lot of classy shit too, though. Me too. You know what I'm saying? So we, you, we you don't have right to there. fit in a particular box. That's that's an, another thing that I think about. I think I spent a lot of my time back then, you know, trying to fit into a particular box. Yeah. And I guess quite honestly, I was adapting. I, I you adapted. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But you don't have to be in one box. You can be all of these things. You can like classy shit. You can like ratchet shit. Yes, you, you can. can. I think sometimes people don't think that people who are in tune with themselves and in into spirituality don't like ratchet shit. I literally remember seeing a TikTok. <laughs> it was this dude. He was saging, yeah. and I rep- I reposted it on my Instagram story, and he was saging. And um, I forgot what song Lucky If You Buck was playing. <laughs> and he was like singing that song with his stage. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's me, bro. Like, you're that's allowed that. to be all of these things. You're allowed to do that. Yeah, it's like, you said, being yourself and adjusting to the game. Like, it's really what it is. Like, adjusting to everything. Like I said, I didn't think I was going to be this kind of rapper when I started rapping. I didn't think I was going to be like, yeah. I categorize it as me as a lifestyle rapper. For sure. Like, I spit my every single day. Like, I post my every day. And if it's just fucking um, cleaning the living room up, like, y'all going to see that, dude. You know gonna, what I'm saying? The real mundane. Like, it. the flies nigga in the mundane is kind of like what y'all going to see. Because it's relatable. And when I think back to when I first started my YouTube channel, I would have never. And we just spoke about this. This is so aligned. It's aligned so well. I was just talking to you yesterday. I was like, I really have done a career pivot in a sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I started off, I didn't even realize it until it was, until it had happened. I started off creating content on YouTube, mostly vlogs, but it was like lifestyle vlogs, talking about food and, and we had some productivity, some cleaning in, in there here and every now and then. Um, But, and now... I have, you know, these collaborations with brands like YouTube, TJ Maxx, just to use my voice. Yeah. Talk about affirmations, breathing techniques. Yeah. Like you said, from somebody who started out on food. On food. Now you getting, you know, paid to talk affirmations. That's crazy. Yes. Like you said, and like I said, a full-time a YouTuber who has grown into a full-time, like, podcaster. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd have never thought I would have been a podcaster, like, ever. It was not... That was never part of the goal, like, yep, make an album, make a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was never in that fashion. We just adapted to what we had. Exactly, exactly. And make sure y'all doing the same thing. Whatever you have, whatever tool you have. If you want to start vlogging and you only got an iPhone, use, use that, that motherfucker. I think the, the your iPhone is the most underestimated tool that you have. Outside of your mind. Outside of your mind. Yeah. But that but iPhone. But yeah, that iPhone, like, bro, you, you. Use that hoe. They said they, it's crazy to think like these computers in the pocket and we don't be using them hoes, mm-hmm. but to order door dashes and shit. Man, chill out now, chill, like chill out, chill out big chill dog. Out. Like 
that same phone can like buy stocks too. Mm-hmm. You can order DoorDash. You can buy stocks. Like you can buy real estate from the phone. Like it's so like the the iPhone. We can go. I can go on and on yeah. about what you can do. It from could the phone. it could change your life. Just use it. Use the tools that are in front of you. What you have right now in front of you is it's all you need. It's good enough. good enough. You don't understand just by doing something as simple as posting a video about your particular experience or. Whatever, whatever it is, you don't realize how it can, one, reach so many people and make so many people feel seen, but also change your life. You have no idea what's in store for you. No clue. Because I could have never even dreamed this. No, I could have never. Not not once um, in my life. And <laughs> before we ramble y'all day and into like a frenzy of you doing 12,000 businesses at once, exactly. you know what I mean? We going to... We're going to end this beautiful conversation right here to give y'all time to focus in on what y'all want to be. Give you time to to nurture who you naturally are, the original mask, the skin that you are in. Yeah. Give you time to nurture that and put that out to the world. Definitely. Before we go, I want to let you know that you are worthy just by being. You don't have to perform. You don't have to do, be anything other than what you already are. You are enough, and everything you want is already yours. Remember that. If you can think it, if it, if that thought was in your head, it is yours. You have to trust in that. You have to believe in what you can't see because it's out there for you. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. On that note, we love y'all. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. We're sending you so much peace, so much abundance, and everything you need in this moment. Bye. Peace.